how we invest in our children and families and how we, um, you know, how the work that we do contributes to the dismantling of systemic racism. So again, we welcome you to today's show. And as always, we are welcomed and blessed to have a fantastic guest, a member of the CSR family, someone who has helped uh, contribute to the work that is done at Children's Services of Roxbury and, the, again, the work that we do to help families and children across this great community. And so uh, without further ado, I want to welcome to our, uh, our platform uh, Denise Kegler of MDK Brand Management, and I'm going to have her introduce herself more formally. Denise, welcome to Rockstocks Radio. Hi, Harry. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. I'm glad to be here. Well, I appreciate you. And, you know, I would love to have had you in the studio today, but uh, you're joining us by Zoom, which is just as good. Yeah, I can I can feel your energy and presence even through <laughs> Zoom, Denise. Good, so. <laughs> good, good. Thank um, goodness for Zoom, right? I know, right? This is uh, <laughs> this is the way of the world now where we're at. So, um, you know, Denise, again, you know, uh, I want to kind of start by first giving you an opportunity just to introduce yourself to the audience and uh, give them a sense of who you are and what it is that you do um, uh, for organizations like Children's Services of Roxbury, but really for organizations across the globe. Well, thank you. I appreciate that opportunity. And I am so glad to reconnect with CSR. It's been a minute since I worked with you guys through my company, MDK Brand Management. Um, and, you know, one of the ways that I support not only CSR, but other nonprofits and also small businesses and individuals is by helping them build their brand. Um, it's interesting when you talk about branding, not, not everyone understands even what branding means, mm. or, you know, what it does and why it's important. I was doing a workshop with an individual a while back and he looked at me and said, Denise, is this what you mean by branding? And he pulled down his shirt and showed me his tattoo. <laughs> I said, no, not body branding. <laughs> it's not body branding, but it really shows how much um, education needs to still be done, even though branding has been around for years and years and years and personal branding was coined, you know, decades ago, people are still um, trying to understand why it's important. And my role is to not only help folks understand not just individuals, but organizations understand why branding is important, but how you can define the brand that you want to have that's going to help you reach your professional goals and help your business achieve its business goals. And so I enjoy working with nonprofits as I did with CSR and helping CSR build its brand uh, redefine its mission and work on creating a website that supported that mission. It was mm -hmm. such a joy to work with you, Harry and Sandra and the team on the rebranding of CSR a few years ago and work on the website. And I continue to do that for other nonprofits and for individuals. What's interesting is I enjoy doing workshops and big companies will have me come in and do personal branding workshops for their employees, mostly their underrepresented uh, employees, uh, people of color, women who are considered um, high potential employees, but might need some work um, with their branding or in ways that will help them reach that next level of the organization. Mm -hmm. And the organization is investing in them to help them get to that next point in their career at the company, or if they choose to go elsewhere. So I love going into big companies to do that. But something I, I really would love to start doing, which um, I've not done a, a lot of it yet, is working with uh, folks who've been let go, who've been laid off. Mm -hmm. And 
looking to find that next career because I really do. One thing I do do now is helping people redefine their brand. And as we're hearing all of these recent layoffs, you know, thousands of people being let go. I think Wayfair just announced announced a thousand people, Google and other organizations are laying off. It would be great to help these employees figure out what is it that they see their next step being in their career. And then how can I help them get there? Because I did it with my own, my own life and my own career rebrand to get to where, you know, being a, a um, an entrepreneur, a business owner after decades working in corporate. So yeah. that's my, that's sort of my next step, I guess. You're listening to Rocks Talks Radio on WBCA 102.9 FM, Boston, Boston's community radio station. Rocks Talks Radio is brought to you by Children's Services of Roxbury. And today we're talking to uh, a member of the CSR family, Denise Kegler of MDK Brand Management. Uh, Denise worked with Children's Services of Roxbury a few years ago in, in, in their efforts to uh, rebrand and think about uh, how to improve branding, think about um, how to connect both the branding to the mission, and then also helped with some more technical things around our website and bringing that mission and rebranding to our website and having more, uh, again, visualization and things like that around connected to the branding. And so, again, Denise was uh, a pleasure to work with, and and I'm I'm really happy to have a conversation with her today, uh, not only about her connection to CSR, um, but also, again, about how, you know, her, her take on how this work, this very important work that Children's Services of Roxbury does contributes to the overall dismantling of systemic racism. So we're happy to have you here joining us on Rocks Talks Radio. Uh, and Denise, you you talked in your intro, you know, about branding and the importance of branding, which again I think is something that re- could require its own show. Quite honestly, mm-hmm. we could have a whole mm-hmm. dialogue about again branding and the importance of it. Um, I'm just curious from your just your standpoint, how does that? How did you get to a place of knowing that this is what you wanted to do? Like, can you talk a little bit about your own personal journey and getting here, uh, learning a little bit more about how Denise Kegler became Denise Kegler? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's interesting. So I grew up in a single parent household. My mother uh, raised me and, and my two sisters and I grew up poor and wasn't sure what it was that I wanted to do. I felt invisible. I was very shy and very introverted, didn't have a voice at all. Mm-hmm. And if I felt like I wanted to say something, I thought that nobody would hear me and nobody would even care to hear me anyway. And so I, I but I, I pushed through that piece. I said, you know, I want to have a life. I want to have a career. I was in D.C. at the time. I uh, heard about Emerson College. I took a chance, uh, applied, got into Emerson College and put myself through school, through scholarships, grants, uh, working part time and uh, started working at Reebok. Fast forward a few years, started working at Reebok, uh, entry level position in the media relations department, the PR department. And it was through Reebok when I started traveling all over the world and meeting so many people, young people, women, uh, and just having conversations about what it was that they wanted to do. And I was just so fascinated. But the thing, but I think what the turning point for me and what really made me realize this whole power of branding and people looking at me and assuming certain things about me because of how I looked mm. came about at a dinner or a lunch I was attending in D.C. And I was at this it was a big lunch and there were all these tables and and all these mostly white folks at these tables. And I was sitting next to this white guy. And uh, he was this business guy. And I was young. I, I don't know. I was probably in my early 30s. 
And, uh, and he looked at me, we had been, he asked me my name. We started talking about what I was doing and I worked at Reebok and out of nowhere, he says to me, you know, you're not supposed to be here. And I was taken aback by that statement. Mm. He goes, no, no, no. I don't mean physically be here. I mean, be here in your life right now. You're a black woman. You're young. You should not buy everything with your history and with the history of the country and where we are. Um, you should not be in a position you are in your career right now, at the, working at a Reebok, doing the things you're doing, traveling, because history says shows that you shouldn't be here. Mm. And I and and it struck me, and I remember that that conversation happened forever ago, but I never forgot that statement because I thought, why? Because of how I look? Who is it? Who should tell me that? And it is about how you're projecting yourself and how how you want to be seen, how you want to be projected. And I took that back and I thought, you know what, I want to help people push through that, not having people size them up or understanding that people are going to size you up based on how you look, based on how you sound, based on what you're wearing or whatever. And we have we can take control of that. We can t- take control of the narrative. We can define how we want to be perceived. So people. Absolutely. When they look at us, don't put us in these buckets, you know, just just, you know, yeah, bucket us in a certain way. And we we have that power. We have that control. So as I started traveling and meeting more and more people, I started thinking, OK, what is the next next chapter of my career? And I thought I want to help people, especially women, especially people of color, define how they want to be perceived, how to want how they want to be projected. And so when I left corporate. I'd love to step into this new world of business ownership. I love it. We're definitely going to come back to some of those parts of the story because a lot of what you touched on uh, is exactly, you know, you know, again, why this forum was created in many ways is to again to, to think about, you know, the impact that racism and systemic racism has on mm-hmm. the, 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 the total population and how people have feel weighted down by it and how there's efforts by organizations like yours and Children's Services of Roxbury and others to, to again, dismantle that and break through those barriers and help people of color um, across industry feel as though they don't have to be held down by the weight of racism, that they can actually overcome those. Um, so that's, I really appreciate that. We're going to, we're going to talk more about that. We're going to take a very, very short break. When we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Denise Kegler of MDK Brand Management, a family member of Children's Services of Roxbury, a former consultant for Children's Services of Roxbury. Also, um, again, a entrepreneur, woman of color, um, Dynamo. Uh, I could go on and on and on. Uh, but um, we we're going to come back and talk to her a little bit more about uh, her connection with Children's Services at Roxbury. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for more Rocks Talks Radio on this side, on the other side of this break. Thank you. Turning my pain into purpose is pretty much what I have done to start this foundation. In August 2020, after the death of George Floyd, Bridget Floyd and other family members established the George Floyd Memorial Foundation in support of the black community. It's going to take more than just us as a foundation. It's going to take the community, the world, to make a change. Fight for racial justice for the black community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Rocks Talks Radio on WBCA 102.9 FM, Boston, Boston's community radio station. I'm your host, Harry Harding. I'm the vice president of innovation and strategic partnerships for Children's Services of Roxbury. Today on Rocks Talks Radio, my guest is Denise Kegler, uh, entrepreneur and, um, of MD, and owner of MDK Brand Management. 
Uh, she's a family member of Children's Services at Roxbury, someone who uh, helped us uh, think about our rebranding a few short years ago and has been, uh, again, a, a, a family member and close connected colleague since. And uh, we're, we're, we're privileged to have her today. Um, Denise, I want to you, you talked a little bit about your journey to get to uh, where you are today and, and branding and you, or, you know, telling a story about uh, sitting at a conference and a sort of white man challenged or, or at least you know, posed the, the idea that you shouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this this forum, as I mentioned, is, you know, Rocks Talks Radio, that is, is an extension of the, the webinar series that Rocks Talks, that Children's Services of Roxbury initiated shortly after George Floyd's murder in 2020. And the idea behind starting this conversation on Rocks Talks was to give an opportunity for leaders in the community to have uh, a long-form dialogue and conversation with the community about how we can dismantle these these shackles of systemic racism, how we can overcome, um, again, the weight of racism and the work that is done by organizations and nonprofits like Children's Services of Roxbury um, mm-hmm. to do just that. And so I'm curious from you and you, as, you, as you recollect on your connection to Children's Services of Roxbury uh, and your relationship as a consultant and at that time and thinking about us in our rebranding. Talk a little bit about your connection to Children's Services of Roxbury and what it was like to work with this organization. Mm-hmm. Well, I, the opportunity and the experience was was wonderful. And, and I want to thank Rick Rendon for connecting us in the first place. I had been working with Rick on a separate project and he got to know me and got to know my company and thought CSR would be an organization that could really uh, use my my expertise and my services. And when I uh, he connected me with Sandra. When I met with Sandra, I just I fell in love with her. I fell in love with the mission of the organization, uh, certainly the kids, and uh, and realized that, that this was something that I could do, and uh, and wanted to do. And I think the biggest opportunity that I see in working with nonprofits, including CSR, is to increase and enhance the visibility of the organization, so more people can be aware of what it is your mission is and be able to raise more money, bring in more members, uh, whatever the need is. And I saw with CSR, there was an opportunity to modernize the mission and to bring it um, to a place where more and more and more people could could engage with that mission. And peace of mind was something that rose to the top when I was going around and talking to people within the organization, people outside the organization, which is part of what I do when I work with new organizations. And I try to understand, is there a a theme that comes to light as I'm talking to people? What do you see as a mission of the organization? What do you see are some of the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats, I believe, in doing SWOT analyses for different organizations? And everyone in different ways talked about peace of mind, peace of mind, peace of mind. And it was something that was already sort of there in the background anyway with CSR. And just what my what I was able to do was simply point out and bring to light, this is something you guys have. Now we can build on it and make it bigger. And, mm. and that's what we did. And then making sure that the website reflected that. Um, because as I see with a lot of nonprofits, because you guys are so, you know, doing all this great work in the community and connecting with your your constituents and making sure that you're bringing the services, what is often very common with nonprofits is sometimes the, the website doesn't align with the great work that you're doing, or at least it's not shining as bright right. as a light 
on the work that you're doing. And so I was able to say, hey, 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 come on, we got to be talking about this more <laughs> and have some of the messages in, on the website align with what you guys are out there speaking in the community. Oh, and so working with the internal team, with you and the other folks in the internal team at CSR, we were able to, to really strengthen the website and make sure the website was speaking as loudly um, as um, as you guys were doing in the community. And so that that was wonderful to be able to do that. Def and, you know, yes, definitely a huge shout out to Rick Rendon and the Rendon Group. Um, also members of the CSR family, we appreciate them and, and they're connect connecting us with, you know, the talents of, of Denise and MDK Brand Management. Um, and it make also a big shout out to the CEO, uh, Sandra McCroom at Children's Services of Roxbury, who obviously had a major hand in, you know, helping with the vision and thinking about the branding as well. And, you know, I want to I want to you know, go back to you mentioning this idea around peace of mind for, for those who are becoming more and more familiar with Children's Services of Roxbury. Um, peace of mind has, again, part of this rebranding was, and that you heard Denise talk about, was the centering on this concept of peace of mind. And uh, about f six years ago now, which is really amazing, just to even think that it was that long ago, the, the yes. time just flies. Um, you know, shortly after there was a, a change in leadership tenure with um, Sandra McCroom came on, um, and you know she was replacing uh, one of our one of the stalwarts in in the community and the former president of the agency, uh, Pamela Ogletree. And you know Sandra, one of the one of the first things that she noticed in coming up on board at Children's Services of Roxbury was that there was this you know great organization doing a tons of work. Have been in the community for five decades, doing a number and a range of services, but the Again, the branding and the uh, uh, the exposure and the awareness wasn't quite matching the level of uh, again the gravity and and ex and and, expo and uh, the type of work and reach that the agency was having, and so that was part of the efforts in bringing on Denise was to help think about how we can share that story more um, uh, 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 more appropriately. And one of the concepts that you know Sandra had brought to the plate and sort of, again, we expanded on this idea of bringing peace of mind to families. And, you know, if you think about it, you know, a mother who, you know, takes her daughter to, or son or any caregiver for that matter, but, you know, to the, a daycare in the morning and then has to go to work, what really Children's Services at Roxbury and organizations like them are doing is giving that, that caregiver a peace of mind, right? That they can go um, make a living, that they can go and do what they need to do for the day, knowing that their child is in safe hands, that they're under good care. That peace of mind is invaluable, right? Like, you know, similarly, you know, a family who comes to a Children's Services of Roxbury Doors in need of housing or need of mental health support or need of, uh, you know, child after school services for their for their teenager. Any all these things that that the organization provides at the core of it, at the under the baseline, the undercurrent, the bedrock of it is providing that caregiver or that family, that child, peace of mind that they're in good care, that they're in good hands. And, you know, it's important to just, you know, make sure that that's prominent because that, that peace of mind became, again, the core and the central piece of what, you know, Denise was part of helping pull out of our branding and the effort for Children's Services at Roxbury. 
Well, and you know, and, and what's interesting, Harry, the work that I do, I don't oftentimes, and my my job isn't to go in and throw away all the good work that, that organizations are doing, mm. because by the time I get called in to help, um, so much work has been done, and CSR is a great example, so much work has already been done, but having me come in as an outsider with a whole new perspective, I can take a step back and go, okay, look, look at all these pieces. Yes, they, they're individually they make sense but now we got to put the puzzle together and and tell a story a cohesive aligned story both internal story internally shared story and externally shared story and by the way both those stories have to be the same that's story right. that's right and so having someone like me from the outside come in, i can take a look and take a step back and see the broader picture versus someone who's in the weeds if you will and so focus on the the pieces that they're not able to say okay this piece is over here needs to come here this piece is there needs to come here and i can do that and then all of a sudden as you as we saw with with peace of mind now you've got this great message that was already there it just wasn't being told in the way that it needed to be told that's right. and it's rightly as it needed to be told and that's what i that's what i love doing you're listening to Rocks Talks Radio on WBCA 102.9 FM Boston Boston's community radio station Rocks Talks Radio was brought to you by Children's Services of Roxbury and the good people, again, of WBCA 102.9 FM Boston. Today on Rocks Talks Radio, we are fortunate to have Denise Kegler of MDK Brand Management. She is an entrepreneur. She is a brand management specialist. And she was she is a family member of Children's Services of Roxbury, who was part of uh, helping Children's Services of Roxbury rebrand a few short years ago, um, particularly centering on our peace of mind uh, as part of our uh, branding efforts. And so if you want to find out more about uh, Children's Services of Roxbury, you can always do so by going to the website at www.csrox.org. Again, that's www.csrox.org. And we'll find out again more about how you can find out about MDBK Brand Management in a few short minutes. Uh, I'm going to take a very, very short break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to wrap up our conversation with Denise. So stay tuned for more Rockstalks Radio. Take a step toward bringing our country and community together. Start a meaningful conversation at lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step. A message from StoryCorps, Love Has No Labels, and the Ad Council. If you love them enough to listen to them practice the same song on tuba. Please be done. Over and over and over and over and over. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're correctly buckled in the back seat. Sounds good, honey. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. If I could be you. And you could be me. For just one hour. If you could find a way. To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my shoes. Welcome back to Rocks Talks Radio on WBCA 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. Rocks Talks Radio is brought to you by Children's Services of Roxbury. And today we have on Rocks Talks Radio a guest, Denise Kegler of MDK Brand Management. Uh, Denise, been such an amazing time to have a conversation with you. Always been a pleasure to have a conversation with you online, offline, whatever it is. Um, I just appreciate, um, you know, again, your level of 
uh, again, sincerity and, and genuine care about the community and about the work that you do. Um, as we kind of wrap up today, I really want to um, kind of focus and, and think about the, the part of our discussion when we're really getting to the meat of, you know, again, why this platform exists, which is to understand how the work and to appreciate how the work that organizations like Children's, Rock, Children's Services of Roxbury do, and even the, the branding work that you do with organizations, how it contributes to the systemic, dismantling systemic racism and removing that weight of racism that many in the community deal with. And so I'm going to invite you to just talk a little bit about from your perspective, what that means to you, how this work does that, and how you think overall these efforts take place. Yeah, you know, systemic racism is definitely a, an issue and it's it's an issue one because it's hard to see most of most of the times it's invisible. Mm. It's hard to really define. Most of most folks, many folks I should say, have somehow found themselves in the middle some way shape or form in the middle of it. Um it's it's so if we thought about individually how we can dismantle it dismantle it it would be daunting it would be overwhelming to take it on because it is so pervasive one of the things i i think about and look at and why i why i love the work i do with my company but i also teach personal branding uh at um at umass boston and i do um i also, i'm also a professor at LaSalle university and I, I, my personal branding for a competitive edge class I teach at UMass Boston really is about taking control of your own destiny, taking control of your own brand and not letting other people define it for you. And when I look at especially people of color and women, we oftentimes don't really uh make that a priority for whatever reason, because we got so much going on. But we should think about, everybody should think about how are we projecting ourselves when we go outside. The minute we walk out that door, the world could be looking at you. So how do you really want to be perceived? I got to tell you here, I don't know if it's happened to you, but when I go out and, and anywhere it is and I see people, you know, young kids, a lot of girls, you know, acting up and just sort of. And I remember when my kids were small, I would look at my kids like, do you guys act like that in public? <laughs> because, you know, you see young people and they're not understanding when you do certain things, whether it's on social media, whether you post something, a photo, you say something, not just young people, adults are doing it too. Um, think about what that is saying about you. What are you Projecting. Do you really want people to look at you that way, to put you in this box? No, you don't. And, and in 10 years, if you were to see a video of how you acted at that moment, would you feel like crap? Probably, yeah, depending on what it was. Yeah, you might. So now I say, but think so. Think about now, what do you want people to think about you? So when I go into, when I do my workshops, I do a lot of personal branding workshops. And the first thing I ask people is, do you know what people are saying about you behind your back? That's what a personal brand is. What are people saying about you when you're not in front of their face? Most people don't know, have no idea what people are saying about them behind their back. Because by the way, they probably don't want to know. Well, why is that? And by and you can define that. You can decide how you want people to perceive you. How do you want to be projected? We don't spend enough time defining that one, how we want to be projected, and then taking the time to actually create this brand for mm. ourselves. And so that's what I am so, so focused on that. I want young people to go out and define who they want to be and then making sure they're taking all the steps to be that way. Because when you talk about dismantling systemic racism, we have the power within ourselves to 
to do what we can do to not be the victim of racism. That's right. And that is to can, to define and project ourselves in a way that we want to be defined and, 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 and perceived by other people. And a lot of that can um, have an impact on, on our, or lessen the, the, um, the chances of being victimized by racism. If we are, defining how we want to be perceived and then going out there and doing the things that are going to help us succeed in uh, in life. I think that's going to lessen the chances of being, perhaps lessen the chances of being victimized by racism. Well said. And, and Denise, obviously we could continue this conversation and go on and on and on, but I have to just thank you for your time. And I know that, um, uh, how passionate you are about this work, and I appreciate you for you know taking the time to to have this conversation. And you know, again, we're going to have to have you come back and talk more because again, it's um again that we we only really scratched the surface. But um, if you want to find out more about Denise uh, MDK Brand Management, and uh, also she's an author of Forty Dollars in a Brand, uh, you can always go to the website at www.mdkbrandmanagement.com. Again, that's www.mdbrand.com brand mdk brand management.com to find out more about denise kegler uh, and her consulting services so uh, again denise thank you so much i appreciate your time always a pleasure um we're gonna have to have you come back on rock stocks radio soon okay I would love that. Thank you so much, Harry. Thanks for having me. No worries. Thank you all for listening to Rocks Talks Radio. Again, my name is Harry Harding. I'm the Vice President of Innovation and Strategic Partnerships with Children's Services at Roxbury. Always a pleasure to be with you. Thank you for listening to WBCA 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. If you want to find out more about Children's Services at Roxbury, Rocks Talks Radio, or the Rocks Talks webinar series, www.csrox.org. Again, that's www.csrox.org. We'll join you for more Rocks Talks Radio another time. In the meantime, be well. Take care.